Welcome to the Soul Podcast. I'm Stacy Wheeler. In this episode, we're going to explore a tool we can all use to live a happier life. It's a tool that takes a little bit of practice, but once we get good at it, can give our soul more room to smile. Pythagoras of Samos was an Ionian Greek philosopher and mathematician. He lived for about 75 years, around 540 BCE. His political and religious thoughts influenced the philosophers and great thinkers like Plato and Aristotle, and through them, Western philosophy. So his thoughts carry on even now. He said some pretty cool things. We're going to use one of them as a jumping off point. So here we go. If there be light... Then there is darkness, if cold, heat, if height, depth, if solid, fluid, if hard, soft, if rough, smooth, if calm, tempest, if prosperity, adversity, if life, death. Now at first this may just sound like a truism. You know, the sky is blue sometimes, sometimes it's cloudy, that sort of thing. But there's more to it than that, you see. What it really is, is a reminder that we can always find the positive in a negative, the upside to a downside. We can find the good in a bad situation. And it's usually not obvious to us unless we've trained ourselves to look for the good, look for the magic. It takes practice. This episode is a reminder that we can all practice and get better at finding the good in a bad situation. We all have challenges sometimes. How we react to those changes can be the difference in our mood and in our achievements. When we accept the reality of a situation, we can move forward adjusting to the limitations and sometimes, just sometimes, get surprising results. So let me tell you a story of a negative that turned to a positive. Okay, it was January 24th, 1975, and it was shaping up to be a pretty bad day for Keith Jarrett. See, Keith, he was an accomplished pianist and was becoming really well-known for improvisational jazz piano concerts. He'd arrive at a location he was scheduled to appear and he'd play a piano for an hour or more, just improvising the music as he went. All he asked for was a specific piano in perfect tuning condition. And with that, he could make incredible music. Now, on this particular night in Germany, Keith had driven all day. He'd given a concert the day before, and he'd been in a small car, and he was dealing with back problems. The little car didn't help. So, lacking sleep and having driven all day and dealing with a lot of pain, he arrived in Cologne, Germany at the Opera House, where he was expected to play before a crowd of 1,400 or more. Already frustrated and tired and hurting, when he arrived, he found out the piano he had requested was not the one that was there. In fact, the one that was there was the one they used for practice sessions. It was well out of tune and in terrible condition. Some of the the black keys didn't work. Two of the pedals stuck. One of them made a thumping sound instead of sustaining as it's supposed to. Every time he pressed it, it would just thunk. So at this point, Keith Jarrett was ready to walk away. It had enough. But luckily for us... The person promoting the concert was a very enthusiastic 17-year-old girl who loved improvisational jazz. She'd put this thing together, and she couldn't see Jared just getting in his car and driving away. 
She stood in the rain as the story goes, talking to him through his window. And somehow, maybe it was her enthusiasm, maybe it was her desperation, but Keith agreed to come back in. Keith wore a back brace to help with his pain. He'd be sitting for more than an hour. He went out before the show started. He checked out the piano, making notes of the bad keys, the dead pedal. Just thinking about how he was going to do this. You see, Keith was a perfectionist. He liked things exactly right, and he also had perfect pitch. So working like this wasn't something he did. He did not like having to deal with this. He liked to start with a perfect piano and do everything he could with that perfect piano. But that's not what he had. He had an old, worn-out, beat-up piano with some broken parts. He had to make adjustments and work within the limitations he wasn't used to. He had to change things up. He had to make the best of a bad situation. As Pythagoras pointed out, where there's light, there's darkness. If cold, heat. If height, depth. If solid, fluid. Jared dove in and found the other side of the negative. He changed the way he played that night to work around the limitations. Fortunately for us, his record label had sent a sound crew along to capture the performance. Now, I'll share that in the details in the show notes, so you don't have to pause here, but trust me, you're going to want to go listen to that. For the first five minutes, you can hear him navigating the piano, avoiding the bad keys. Then around six minutes in, he starts to flow, and about six and a half minutes, he finds that dead pedal. Thump, thump. Each time he taps it, he gets this thunking sound, like a soft drum. So what does he do? He starts to rhythmically tap it as he plays, giving his piano a backing percussion. I'd like to think that somewhere in Jared's mind in that moment, he was being playful, sort of making a joke of it to himself, that this broken piano, well, let's see what we can do with this. He took something that was a negative, and he turned it into a positive. He turned a problem into an innovation. This isn't something he could have done with a well-operating piano. So he took this broken piano and did something different with it. Now from here he takes off. He drops in and really starts to fully embrace it. You can, you can hear it in the playing and then you could hear it in his voice. He's playing less popular keys and about a minute later you hear him shout something like, yeah, behind the music. He's into it. He's fully committed. He's having fun. This first track rolls on for a full 26 minutes before it ends. Even if you're not familiar with improvisational piano, and I wasn't before I heard this story and went and listened to this, make a note to listen to the first track on this thing. The entire recording is wonderful. It's a great example of what can happen when we overcome what we see as a negative. The record that came from that night is called The Cologne Concert. That's K-O-L-N. Again, I'll put that in the show notes. It has sold more than 4 million copies. It's his best-selling album, and it's also the best-selling piano album of all time, nearly 50 years after it was recorded, still being listened to. Now, we got a note here. None of this would have happened if he had walked away on that rainy January night in 1975. Keith Jarrett accepted the limitations and worked around them and leaned into them, and he created a masterpiece. Now, it might be easy for you or me to think, well, hey, I'm not Keith Jarrett. I'm not going to make a record. I mean, you know, Jarrett, he's incredibly talented, right? Yeah, you know, skill did play into this story. But nothing good would have happened if he hadn't first accepted the limitations and decided to move forward within those anyway. The talent's important. But what's more important is accepting what can't be changed and just finding a way to make it work. 
You don't have to be highly talented in anything to make adjustments to your plan when things go wrong. All you have to do is be aware of your inner voice. Say you're on vacation and you end up in a room or a rental car that uh, you weren't expecting. Maybe you're going to cook something and all the ingredients you normally use and that aren't available at the store. Or maybe just your weekend plans change because something came up that's outside of your control. When we shift our attitude to acceptance of what we can't control, sometimes we get unexpected gifts. Sometimes we don't. But either way, the end result is still a happier heart than if we were to have embraced the frustration that can arise when things change. Little side note here about this episode. This is the second time I recorded this. The first time I recorded it, it just came out. It flowed. I was in a really good zone. Knocked it out. Sounded pretty great. I was really happy with the results. Wish you could hear it. Unfortunately, you can't. When I went to save it, there was some glitch and some file or something was missing and it wasn't recoverable. Thought I might go back and make some adjustments before I mastered it. And instead, I just lost it. So there was a bit of irony there. I had to stop and uh, really listen to my own advice on this and remind myself, hey, let's accept what's here. Maybe the next one will be better. Maybe it won't. But either way, it gave me the perfect opportunity to practice what I'm preaching here, to stop and just accept. This is the situation. These are the limitations. What can we do? The next time you see a downside, look for the up. When you see the darkness, look for the light. In the negative, there is a positive. Let your soul be free. Be like Keith Jarrett. Reach for the dead pedal and create a driving beat. If you've learned something new, were touched or just entertained by the show today, let me know. I enjoy doing this. As long as people are interested, I'll continue putting out new episodes. The best way for me to know you're interested is by reviews and downloads. So please follow and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the best way for others to discover the show. If you heard any quotes you liked in this episode, you'll find them in the show notes. You can also find links to supporting information as well as a list of any books or other reading material related to this episode.